Every 68 seconds, an American is sexually abused. 8 out of 10 rapes are committed by somebody known to the victim. Out of every 1,000 sexual assaults, 975 perpetrators will walk free. April is Sexual Assault Awareness Month, and Dial Help hopes you will start by believing somebody who comes forward to you. Be there for them and help them find resources for healing. Learn more about how you can make a difference at dialhelp.org. This message was sponsored by the Portage Health Foundation. Segment two of three in Copper Country today this week as we continue to talk with the candidates for Houghton City Council. One seat available in the election that is coming up on May 3rd. It's going to be just a short term. It'll last only until November, filling out the uh, unexpired term that is available. And I welcome into the studio Robin Johnson, who is a candidate. Good morning, Robin. Good morning, Todd. Well, thank you for coming in. Uh, let's, Let's get started with a little bit of a thumbnail biography. Sure. Um, I was born and raised downstate in the Ann Arbor area, and I came up to the Houghton area in the early 90s to attend school at Michigan Tech and quickly fell in love with the area. Um, Upon graduation with both my um, bachelor's and master's degree, I left the area for the East Coast for a brief amount of time, um, but was homesick for the area. So my husband and I found our way back in in the year 2000, and we became city residents here in Houghton in 2004, and we have lived here ever since. Why have you decided to run for council? Um, Well, so I've had a long history of community service, and primarily that has been in board service of uh, various nonprofits. Um, For example, the Keweenaw Co-op and the Copper Country Ski Tigers. And board service really works for me um, as far as uh, playing to my traits and personality. Um, Upon the graduation of my daughter, she started college in the fall, and I ended my time on the Copper Country Ski Tigers board and was looking for my next volunteer opportunity when I became aware of the vacancy on the Houghton City Council. And I have a little bit more bandwidth than I did in the past, being empty nested now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I understand that. And so this seemed to play on my strengths and give me a little bit more of a, a community service opportunity to fill that um, extra time that I have. So we start out with the two-ton gorilla in the sure. room, the parking deck. Yes. It has to come down. It's going to cost a million dollars or more just to get it out of there, not to mention whatever we might do to that place afterward. Where's that money going to come from? Okay, well, you know, um, some of this is already in place. As we know, the decision to take it down has been made. And we know that that is going to cost, as you say, at least a million dollars, plus any kind of enhancements that will have to be done to that area just to make it usable right now. Um, And where that money will come from, I think it's largely going to have to come from city money at this point in time. We don't have any plans, immediate plans for development of that area. Um, So what we're going to see is, is, uh, you know, some kind of funding that comes, you know, hopefully some public funding as well as um, loans to pay for the initial project. Um, But there won't be money to do anything crazy with that space. So we're going to have some time to look at that space as a blank slate. With the huge bill that's up ahead, would you support the concept of uh, an added millage to try to make those loan payments so that other city services would not have to be cut back. If it comes to that, yes, I would support that. All right. The 
deck comes down, there are businesses along Sheldon Avenue who are very heavily dependent on, first of all, the parking behind there and also the ability to load things in and out of their back doors. What does the city have to do to make sure that they're not harmed by this? Well, I would say when we're taking down that parking deck, we're going to see negatives to those businesses as well as positives. And, um, you know, having this large, ugly structure gone uh, could be a boon to some of the businesses. But yes, we're going to see some negatives to the businesses that rely on that deck. And I, I think that there are some interme intermediate steps that we could take, you know, to relieve some of that with access to that upper level of the backs of those buildings. Um, you know, we're just going to have to take it as it goes. Unfortunately, we don't have another choice at this point because we cannot pay to put another parking deck there. There was a plan that had started where, in theory, had it gone forward and developed the way uh, some people had hoped that it would, a developer would have come in, would have taken things over, would have done some type of replacement for the deck. That plan obviously has been discontinued at this point. Was it right to discontinue that plan or should it have been allowed to proceed at least for a, a while longer? Well, I'm not sure that the decision to discontinue that plan was a decision <laughs> on our part. Um, I, I think we got to a point where there was so much friction between the community and the city and the developer that it just ended. Um, as to whether I think that the steps that led up to that were proper, um, I, I think what it comes down to is the city wasn't ready to, to grasp a change like that all at one time. I think ultimately it would have saved us money and it would have saved us time, but public uh, input and public buy-in is also very important. Um, looking back, could there have been uh, more education to the public and more engagement? Yes, the answer is always yes to that question, by the way, no matter what the outcome is. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm not sure that that would have made much of a difference in a change this size. Um, the mentality of most people who live in a place that's generally running well is that they're not paying close attention. And it, it's very difficult for um, officials and, uh, you know, elected servants to compel people to get engaged, compel people to read the city council minutes, the commission minutes, um, to be engaged, even if you're kind of begging them to. So I'm not sure it would have made much of a difference, to be honest. Um, so we are where we are. Um, but in the long run, I think development eventually is going to have to be a consideration. Um, and hopefully learning the lessons that we did from the, the last effort to do something with this space will uh, inform us better on how to engage the public going forward. I'm talking with Robin Johnson. She is one of three candidates for the open Houghton City Council seat. The winner will be decided, of course, in the election coming up on May 3rd. You mentioned the difficulty in getting people to pay attention. It's something, frankly, that uh, those of us in the news media get frustrated about as well because we report on things and then all of a sudden we have this upcry uh, outcry from people who are saying, well, we didn't know anything about that. Uh, well, you know, here's our story on this. Here's our story on that. Here's our story on the other thing. How do you get people to pay more attention to these very critical things? Well, one way you do that is by attempting something big, having it fail and have everybody watch you. <laughs> yeah, well, that uh, <laughs> certainly grounded attention, didn't it? I'm not sure that's the kind of attention we ha wanted, but in the end, I think that we will have more engagement. And so, uh, you know, while, I, while it, 
again, I'll say it's going to cost more and take more time. I think there's no way going forward with the following steps that that people who want to be engaged won't be. Do you have a vision yourself for what might be developed in that area long term? So I've thought a lot about this. I mean, even well before I was running for office, because I obviously care about what happens in the downtown area. Um, and, And to be honest, I do have, you know, personal ideas of what I'd like to see there, but most of them I don't think fit within the strategic plan, what a developer is willing to put there, what the public wants to see there, and what will uh, generate enough revenue for the city to be appealing from that standpoint. So um, I guess what I say coming into this office is, no, I don't have any special agenda or plans for this area. What I will say is that we will need to very carefully engage with any potential development, whether that be gradual or in a larger project sense, and be taking in all of these considerations, the master plan, um, making sure we have engagement from the public, taking the engagement from the public that's actually realistic and and seeing if we can find developers who are interested in engaging in those projects. Uh, What we will have that we didn't have before is some additional data. We will know more about um, what the changes in parking does for the residents um, that live in that area and the business owners. Um, and shoppers, consumers. We will also know more about the impact to the businesses once that deck is gone. So that might help us better inform any considerations for future development. And we also have the opportunity to do it on a gradual basis, which also might help us to gather data and make more informed decisions. There has been a proposal bandied about that the city might go ahead and sell some parcels of land that they own that they aren't particularly using at this point and don't see it have any any future. Is that a good direction for the city to go? I think the city should always be open-minded to the possibility of developing properties that are sitting idle. Um, But I also think that it gives us a great opportunity in that development on parcels like that the city would have some control over. You know, we don't just sell the land and then hope we get what we want on those spaces. Um, we are able to offer or at least entertain proposals from developers that are in line with our strate- or our master plan and with what we know that the residents of the city want. Yeah, zoning would certainly be a factor there. Deed restrictions, perhaps, where you could only do such and such thing on the property? Absolutely, yes. Would that be appropriate, uh, especially in your mind, for the area where the parking deck will be of vacated? Of course, especially so, yes. The other downtown development along the waterfront, uh, certainly very positive at this point, the uh, new deck that's going to be out near the library. Looking forward to that. Um, Houghton's downtown has remained relatively vibrant over the years. Um, Other cities in the UP and across the state and the Midwest, uh, some of them have not fared nearly as well. What do we need to do long term to keep that downtown vibrant? We need to be keeping a very close eye on our master plan. So addressing the consumer market trends for downtown areas like ours, um, fully utilizing the public spaces that already exist down there and and engaging with um, how those draws can can draw people into those business districts. Um, And that also includes housing. Um, We know people want to live near downtown Houghton. People like walking to you know, their stores and to restaurants from where they live. Um, All of those can come together to make our downtown continue to be a vibrant place to be. 
I run the risk because the, as I've described it earlier, the two-ton gorilla is in the room with what's going on with the parking deck and, and such. I run the risk of not being able to talk with people about other things that are going on in the city, but obviously this is not just a one-horse town. What other issues would you like to address if you're elected to the council? Sure. Um, what I see as really the two biggest priorities, aside from the elephant in the room, uh, would be the you know our infrastructure, which will always be a priority, um, probably forever. Um, we have aging infrastructure. Some of that infrastructure is non-revenue generating, so that means it must be funded in ways that that in, you know involve public dollars. Um, and not just maintaining what exists, but enhancing it. You know, I, I, I know that we have areas with sidewalks that need to be repaired. We have areas that need sidewalks that don't have sidewalks. Um, using the data from the trends and what people are looking for in places to live and places to do business and aligning that with our infrastructure projects. And that goes hand in hand with what I see as the second biggest issue facing the city of Houghton, and that would be housing. Um, we know that there is a shortage of housing pretty much on all levels of the housing market in the city of Houghton. Indeed, very few homes available for sale right now at all. And this impacts the rental market as well. And, sure. you know, the, the enrollment increases at Michigan Tech is pushing more of the students into city spaces. Students are also not as willing to commute. So they are looking to live in the city of Houghton instead of the outlying communities. This is of course, pushing the rental stock further and further away from Michigan Tech, uh, which impacts everything from your low-income families, low-income seniors, all the way up to professionals looking for, you know, pretty high-end housing. And um, and I say that these two issues go together because obviously we're going to have to deal with the housing situation with um, zoning adjustments, which we've already seen some activity in. Yes. Um, but also attracting development and uh, development of housing specifically and the types of housing we actually need in the places that we actually need them, um, which goes hand in hand with revenue generation for the city that can go into the infrastructure needs that we have. Um, and I think that this is not unique, obviously, to, to Houghton or, or any muni municipality that is growing. Um, and I wouldn't say we're growing exponentially, but the combination of the population growth, the student growth, and these trends in housing, people wanting to age in place, people, students not wanting to live far out of town. Um, this is all going to be a combined priority set that we're going to be dealing with probably for the foreseeable future. Houghton's city boundaries are pretty tight in that regard. There's not a whole lot of vacant land waiting to be developed within the city. Is this something that the city needs to work hand-in-hand -hand with Portage Township, for example, to say, hey, what can we do kind of on the borderline areas? Um, that is certainly uh, a stone that shouldn't be left unturned. Uh, and while we don't have a whole lot of vacant property, we do have a lot of property that, if it were rezoned, could be repurposed. So we've got some opportunities that you're seeing for, for that. Um, infrastructure, uh, there'll be obviously some money coming in from the big federal infrastructure bill. Where should that be directed? Um, well, I think uh, if you're talking about specific infrastructure projects, um, I I'm, I'm, would say the most visible, of course, would be road repair. Um, we do have some internal systems that we know need to be addressed that are not glamorous and that, of course, uh, it's like getting a new roof. You pay a lot of money for it all just to stay dry again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it is not, as we say, sexy. 
Exactly, exactly. Um, so as to where the greatest need is at the moment, this is where I would have to consult with the uh, city employees who know this. All right, very good. So uh, Robin Johnson is one of the candidates for the Open Houghton City Council seat. That is a seat that will basically be yours or whoever wins the election until November. Would you be thinking about running for that seat permanently if you win this election. Yes, absolutely. All right, Robin Johnson, thank you so much for coming in on Copper Country today. I appreciate it, and uh, it's nice to have met you. It is nice to meet you. Thank you. We'll continue in a moment. This is Copper Country Today, brought to you by the Portage Health Foundation. Mm -hmm.